That's looking real good. Looking real good. Turn it up. Turn turn it up. To turn it up. <laughs> oh, I know what we could do for a hangout. Robbie won't you tell us the story of the piss cup night. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you you mean you mean when Josh almost killed Tom? <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, a few times, Josh. I did. saved. Tom's I think that was the life. apple through the window I, night too. I mean, that all happened. Wasn't that was all the same night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, like my pretty, nights don't look like it that. Was an even yeah, I remember like playing pisk up with the broken window like behind us, like <laughs> right before winter break. And Ryan was was it winter angry at you? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I'll never in my life. Yeah. Forget the moment of standing outside and just watching Josh <laughs> just rear back and just throw that apple right through. I've never through. seen you throw anything. That had to be on purpose. That's no, it wasn't. No. No. You I guys, was, he, tre- he said he was over. trying to throw it like over the roof, just like right over the roof, but he was kind of close and it just, he missed it by I like three slipped. feet and it just like went right through the window. We were throwing it. It was like snow. <laughs> we were throwing it out in the snow. Yeah, we were throwing it. Why are we fucking throwing we were throwing a football around, right? Yeah. And then, then like, I don't know he, where the apple came from. Somebody started throwing the apple and I got tired of You just turned around and threw quick. I remember if we were just... throwing it at each other or what. Could have been. I was trying to get rid of it. I just feel like it the building is here and you like went to throw it and it was like so bad. It was so bad through a window. I feel I feel like I like tried to really fling it like, like uh-huh. a frisbee or side whatever, hand. like a yeah. sidearm. Sidearm. Fling it and it just... Went Came off, off the wrong. finger, uh-huh. slipped off the finger, and, and was... I remember you. As soon as it happened, you started. You took off running, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, I, I followed you hard. I was like sprinting behind you, laughing so hard, but also thinking like, "Bro, we live. Like, you live there. We have to sleep there tonight." <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I think we got to like the corner in between the buildings, like that led to the bike paths. Uh huh. And uh, I like I just stopped. Just and was stopped. like, no, that's. That's mine. That's me. <laughs> this is oh, shit. this is my problem. Yeah, like, I'm the one that has to deal with this. Yeah, so. and everybody inside was so pissed. Yep, they were sitting on the I'm couch sure. right below the window. Uh huh. Yeah. Just the window apple comes through. <laughs> shatters, shatters glass. Shatters all, glass, all the rains down glass. It was shocking. That's it was true. like what Probably. the fuck just happened. We found that guy. Was it just on us? the mini? We did find the guy on the mini. That was bike. the same night too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He handed it up through the window. Yep. Through he, the broken he, window. Yeah, he handed him through the broken glass. Oh, yeah. And he gave us the, what did he give us? Beer and something else. Though, like a half drank bottle of tequila. Like uh-huh. Jose Cuervo. He was like looking for a party to join. Something. Was that true? Yeah. And then Tom came back from a party. Now he's And he was, was really drunk. He had like shattered some poor kid's bike with like a. He had, a he had an anger issue. Love, lover's quarrel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because his uh, best girl was. Sh- Smoozing with a guy covered in glass. Yeah. They were steaming together. <laughs> Some event earlier in the night drew those two closer together. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And then that one so, thing led to another, and he was going to go tell her that she was fat. She's fat. Mm-hmm. And you I saved him. Using your better judgment, said, no, yeah, that's probably not okay. Rethink that. Yeah. Hard. And as he got up to leave. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You just used the door to stop him. Oh, I jumped over a chair. <laughs> like a hurdle situation. Shoulder to the door. When I say body check with a door, I mean <laughs> Tom's head was in the door frame. In the door jam. Between the closing door and the jam. Yeah. Like, like he was it's leading like head first out situation. the door. 
Yeah. And Josh put his entire body and weight into Josh the door. <laughs> jumped over a chair into a door into a head. Yeah. yeah. Tom's head. And Tom pretty much immediately passed out. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I rolled back out. Crack is cool. Another one of those things <laughs> yeah. where, like, it, that was dangerous. it could have been funny, but it was just, like, so shocking. Oh, I mean, and it, it was wasn't funny. funny. <laughs> it for only a minute. <laughs> but then it was funny. But then he was unconscious, and then it wasn't funny anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, knowing everything I know about concussions now. And uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. Well, knowing mm. how it turned he out. He had a concussion. Probably shouldn't have, was fine. Shouldn't have told him just so to go to funny. sleep, Tom. No. Yeah, we just sent him to bed. Go to sleep, buddy. He was like sleep really hammered. You fucking drunk. Yeah. Wait, really what was drunk? that one thing we're not supposed to do to someone with a concussion? I can't remember. I just go to sleep. It's fine. Yeah, just go to bed. We'll figure it out tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck. <clears throat> Damn it, Robbie. Up, oh, suck, suck it, suck it. Oh man, he's just gonna let it sit there, huh? Mm. Yeah, you gonna mm, turn that bad boy off or something? Uh, so okay. Robbie okay. fucked up. Pause for a second. <laughs> Doubt came in my mind. As I'm sure it's coming to yours. Even one to ponder about. Whether it's right or not. These last few of many days. I thought a lot about myself. Welcome back everybody to the Board Game Social Club. My name is AJ and I'm here with my two friends. Robbie and Josh. Say hello, boys. Hello, hello boys. boys. <laughs> Good to see your faces. I know. It's been a minute here. It's been a long time. When did we release the last episode? 2004. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, back in like April or something. Though. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just been a bit. It's like it was yeah. yesterday. Yeah. For the listeners, obviously. Because they, they just the listen to the catalog over and over. Mm-hmm. It's just like we never leave. Right, that's true. And then they just add this one on the end, yeah. on the back end. Yeah, it's a little longer listen these days, with all these episodes <laughs> we do. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's true. Well, we don't have any guests today. It's true. Just the three of us. We are. Were we in person when we recorded Carcassonne? We were, right? We were. We were yeah. Josh's. That yeah. was kind of the first time in a while. Yeah, I was going to say we're back in person, but we, we are, are back. We are in back per- in person. It, that's yeah. true. no, it's statement. true. It's just not new. Yeah, it's just not. Interesting. Yeah. A lot of the world is back in person. Yeah. It seems like. We're Not feeling. Canada. Just if you're curious. I mean, maybe I didn't mean to say the world. That yeah, was you did a say world. a lot of the world. I know. That's, well, it might be. It's probably a, it's I didn't mean to say that. Just one I mean, example. Our world. Not. The world around us. Yeah. The immediate world around us. Yeah. Uh, before we jump into our game description today of the game oh should we say what game we're doing do we say what we game never we're doing? do let's this go, always happens hold on guys <laughs> let's go back in time a minute <laughs> talk about what we've done okay good idea back to the future <laughs> <laughs> yeah before we dive into the game description of back to the future i want to invite everybody to check out our social media on instagram and facebook at bgsc podcast Go check out those pictures that AJ will be posting at some point between now and when you're listening to this. So Potentially a week late, because that that's usually what <laughs> I'm like, finally, these guys fucking got this thing posted. I've been waiting. Fuck, I haven't taken pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get on that tonight when I get home. Damn. <laughs> so with that, let's jump into our game description. Game description. Let's do it. Oh, Robbie? Is this, is this when Roddy cues the music? 
Robbie. Cue the music. Well, it's been a rough day. Your friend built the time machine, got himself shot, and now you've been thrust back in time to 1955 where all hell is breaking loose. Your time machine has broke down, some butthead named Biff wants to rearrange your face outside a loose cafe, and you've managed to disrupt the romance between your teenage parents, jeopardizing your very existence. Damn it. Well, nothing to do, I guess, but to get busy fixing the situation. You and a couple of friends are going to need to help George and Lorraine, mom and dad, fall in love. They're too damn stubborn to do it on their own, so you'll need to keep escorting them back together so their love can continue to grow. Just keep an eye out for Biff. That guy will stop at nothing to throw a monkey wrench into your plans. Now that they're back on track, you're going to need to do something about that broke-ass DeLorean time machine. Keep an eye out for parts and fuel as you wander around Hill Valley. And once it's up and running, make sure to get it into position on time. A conveniently timed lightning strike is scheduled to hit the clock tower at 10.04, and it's your only hope of getting out of 1955 and getting back to the future. This is a co-op game where the team needs to get George and Lorraine to fall in love and stay in love, and prep and get the DeLorean into position before 10.04, all while avoiding that full deterioration of your family photo. All right. Well, some facts about this game. The release date of this game, I think this is the newest game that we've talked about so far. This was released on June 1st of 2020, right in the middle of the pandemic. No shit. Wow. No shit. And uh, if you go into Amazon right now, as I did, it would cost you about $17.18 to get this delivered right to your door. Probably tomorrow. Could be, yeah. And if you're a Prime member, then you probably don't even have to pay. <laughs> yesterday yeah you just open your probably. cabinet and there it is probably already got it probably got it in 1955 that's yeah. still remember a little dust on it uh the number of players is two to four two to four two 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 four <laughs> i think i i think two. it made two to four yeah two to four let's say that second two quickly two yeah. two, two, two to four. four you can't say two yeah two to four say yeah yeah two to four <laughs> yeah yep. yeah it's two to four players the time to play is approximately 50 minutes, anywhere from 40 to 50, 40 depending minutes. on who That's you ask. That's what I heard. Um, the age is 10 plus. Another fact. Yeah, by Funko. By Funko. And you just throw that in. Let me just <laughs> cut and paste By it. Funko. Make it sound super <laughs> awesome. And paste it. Back to the future. By Funko. <laughs> it comes in like louder <laughs> yeah. and awkward. This is not even the same person. By yeah. Funko. The game type is a cooperative, dice rolling, push your luck variable player powers type of game which we'll hopefully get into a little bit hmm. and uh i added this on the bgg rating the board game geek rating is about 7.41 currently How's, is that out of average. 10 spoiler out of word. 10 yeah mm. it's out of 100 <laughs> yeah yeah maybe it's out of 11 could be out of eight and a half it's hard yeah. to tell board game geek is so you know random yeah it's hard to read depending on what if you're on a phone or if you're on a you know, and I find that Computer. their ratings aren't as detailed as ours. Like, <laughs> is it hard to master? Right. Who knows? Is, that a, good is thing? that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. Sounds yeah. Who can? Not Robbie. All right. So that'll take us to some accessories of this game. Getting into the game boards, there's a few of them. The main game board you are going to play on is the Hill Valley replica from the old 1950s. The board consists of 10 areas that you'll find from the movies. One progress tracker used is the dual-purpose photograph indicator slash love meter. 
It's composed of a photo made up of six pieces and a love meter ranging from negative four through 12, and there's an additional three hearts. The other progress indicator is the turn tracker. The turn tracker has 20 slots with different events in each slot. As players progress through their turns, the turn marker moves along, triggering different events along the way. Thanks, Josh. Let's dive into a few accessories because there are a fair few of them. We'll start off by talking about the player mats. There are four of these to match each character choice, Marty, Jennifer, Doc, and Einstein. Besides being different colors and having pictures of the different characters, these mats are basically to hold and manage your power tiles. And we'll get a little more into that when Robbie talks about playing space here in a minute. Speaking of power tiles, these allow you to move around the board and complete challenges throughout the game. They are small square tokens. Some are color-coordinated to specific characters, and others are black and are just sort of general. All right. Well, let's talk about dice. Dice are a key part of the game. There are two dice in each type, denoted by different colors. On each six-sided die, there are two sides depicting Biff, two sides with a lightning bolt, which counts as a wild, one single category symbol, and one double category symbol. There are also movers in this game for your characters. Part of the fun of this game are the miniatures for any fans of the movie out there. There's a tiny plastic DeLorean, and then figures of George, Lorraine, and Biff, which are not entirely player-controlled, as well as Einstein, Doc Brown, Marty, and Jennifer figures, which are controlled by the players. Not just dice in this game, there's also four decks of cards. The four decks utilized in this game are Movement, Opportunity, Trouble, and Item Cards. Another aspect of the game comes in the form of DeLorean part tiles. These three tiles are located around the board and need to be collected along your journey. Another accessory you'll use on the board are knockdown tokens. There are three knockdown tokens, and those indicate when Biff has lost in a fight. Finally, let's talk about the playing space and how it's laid out. The game board sits in the middle of the table. Somewhere nearby, you'll have the turn and love tracker boards. In front of each player will be their individual character boards and their starting power tokens. Also on the table, somewhere close to the board, will be the four decks of cards and the power tiles. Pretty much put everything on the table in front of you. That's it. <laughs> we should just say that. Yeah, every that's... time we get to the, the layout of the playing space. Yeah, just, just put everything on the table. Every, every episode. Yeah. Sweet. Let's get into a turn or round overview. There are two phases. And the first one is the turn tracker phase. So first you're going to turn over a new trouble card if the turn tracker tells you to do so. And after that, you are going to draw a movement card from the movement card deck and move George, Lorraine, and or Biff accordingly. Next, check the love meter if the tracker tells you to do so. If the meter reads between 0 and 12, you must flip any one section of the McFly family photo. If the meter is in the heart zone, you do not have to flip a section. However, if the meter is in the negative numbers, you must flip two sections of the photo. Now that that's done, it's time to delve into the action phase. You may choose to spend your power tokens on moving your character around the board or on completing challenges. These challenges include influencing love, moving the DeLorean, preparing the DeLorean, fighting Biff, and then there are two kind of special ones that have to do with cards. So opportunities are favorable situations that may result in you gaining new power tokens and or items. And then there's the trouble cards. And those are unfavorable situations that are active when they're out on the board. 
One other thing that you can do on your turn is that each character has their own special power that can be used. And then at the end of the turn, when your power tokens are out, um, your turn is just over, or you can technically pass any time you like. Let's take it into some of the deeper mechanics of gameplay. So actually using those power tokens. Each player board has eight spots for power tiles, as AJ said. They are used to perform actions during the game. The cooperative aspect really shows through here, as you can use your tiles at any time during the round. However, once used, that tile is extinguished until after the round ends. To move your player on the board, you must either use a special action or use one of your power tiles. That brings us to Biff Lorraine George and their complicated arrangement. When movement tiles are drawn, they will indicate who between Biff, Lorraine, and George will move and how many spaces. Biff, creeper that he is, is always working his way towards either George or Lorraine. Once Biff is in the same location as either of them, the love meter starts to move down. Some weird love triangle thing where Biff's proximity really affects the vibe. It's a real bummer, man. <laughs> While keeping Biff's damn hands off Lorraine, players must also fix and position the DeLorean. After moving the DeLorean from the school parking lot to Doc Brown's swanky pad and completing the parts list, the DeLorean can be moved towards a clock tower. The DeLorean is moved using power tiles and rolling the corresponding dice. AJ kind of hit this already in the object of the game, but in this game, either everyone wins or everyone loses. To win the game, you must collect all the DeLorean parts, gasoline to drive the car, a cable to string across the road, transferring the energy from the lightning strike, and a hook to latch onto the cable. Move the DeLorean into place so that it can speed down the road at 88 miles an hour, and make sure that George and Lorraine are set up for love. There are two ways to lose the game. One is not to accomplish even just one of the goals I just mentioned before November 12, 1955 at 10.04 p.m. The other way to lose the game is if at any time Marty and his siblings disappear from the photo Marty brought along from the future, indicating that George and Lorraine's relationship is kaput. All right, let's talk about some other games in the series as well. So there aren't really any other games directly related to this game, uh, but being a game based on a movie, there are plenty of other iterations that have come out over the years. Such as? Well, there was one back in 1990. That was the earlier one I could find. Um, it was just called Back to the Future, and it only got a 3.67 in the, in the Board Game Geek rating system. Hmm. Hmm. So didn't seem very good. But when you read the description, it almost sounds exactly like this game. So <laughs> it's kind of weird. But Maybe this was like kind of a remake of it. Or like whoever Could made be. this game like at least knew that game and just wanted to improve on it. Yeah. I, I think there wasn't necessarily a co-op aspect to it. Hmm. It sounded like you just like roll the dice and move around the board trying to accomplish trying to some goals. Huh. Yeah. Um. Do you want me to keep going on these? Sure, man. It's kind of your thing. This one in 2010. Why okay. don't you tell us about that one? Well, the one in 2010 is called Back to the Future, the card game. And I don't know anything else about it besides the name and when it was done. It's a card uh, game. It's got what? It's a card game. It's a card game. Yeah. Probably a deck builder. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Um, it has a 5.81 rating. There's also Back to the Future, an adventure through time which came out in 2016, that has a 5.79 rating. There's Back to the Future, Out of Time, mm. all one word, Out of Time, which I thought was kind of fun. Mm. Also came out in 2016, has a 5.87, and then there's one called Back to the Future, Dice Through Time, 
and it got a 7.05 rating and came out in 2020 as well. Nice. There's a weird correlation there. Other than couple of year. Other than like the the second and third ones just being like super close, it seems like Board Game Geek like really liked them as they went. Yeah. The ratings like increasingly got got better. Yeah. And um yeah, just to for reference to remember our the one we are covering is a seven point four one. So we did pick the best one out of all those options. Nice according to the average rating on Board Game Geek. Super neat. But yeah, um, I didn't realize there were so many games based on Back to the Future. It's yeah. true, and it's weird they don't like like correlate with times. Like two thousand, what is the date they go to? Two thousand fifteen. Yeah, October twenty fourth, two thousand fifteen, or something. Was it was twenty fifteen. Yeah, it was twenty. I think it was twenty fifteen. I was going to say that's weird that they did the second movie release those. Uh, games in 2015 mm-hmm. it was like a... well one of the games we looked at and i don't remember which one it was on this list but we were just looking at it when we were picking this game there was an a, another game that sort of had all three movies right it, yes. there was like an aspect the, to it that was like all three back to the future movies were in play somehow i think that's how the dice one was that the dice one? I think so. And also the card game or an adventure through time, one of those two. That would make sense. Okay. That's true. Um, and maybe even the original one, the mm. Back to the Future, that might have gone through multiple. Okay. Uh, like all three movies. When did like the third movie even come out? I know this was like an 80s I thought 80s it was movie. in the 90s, but I guess I don't know. So if that first game came out in 1990, then I wonder. It is in 1990. Back to the Future 3 came out in 1990. Oh, that's cool. So there you go. So, that would make sense. That they so would, 85 to 90? They sort of like potentially came out with the board game kind of following as, uh, yeah. the movie following the third installment. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of cool. I'll People be all jazzed about it, and then they went out and yeah. bought the board game. Right, exactly. Probably made a fortune on that game. <laughs> Even though it has the worst rating. Yeah. Yeah. If they could go back in time, you know. Do it all over again. They just gotta go. They just sing that all the time. They gotta get back in time. So yeah, that's all the the iterations that I saw. I'm sure there are some others, but probably some smaller ones. Be, yeah. Um, the dice one sounded kind of fun. The one that's like solely dice based. I think yeah. it's like you have to dice through time. I think. Well, the one that was called Out of Time or something was like a. It looked like a Farkle cup. Almost. Oh, nice. So I think it's just like a bunch of dice and you're rolling the dice to try to like accomplish some goal. Interesting. Like I think it was trying to get to the right speed or something. <laughs> something random. Nice. So Sounds like a lot of strategy involved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot right. of dice rolling. Yeah. Exactly. Well, should we spill a beer or something? Or should we, yeah. I mean, I've... It's I been have, a minute. It's, it's been, been at least. I have spilled. <laughs> At least 40 some five seconds and somebody spilled something. <laughs> Let's try to ruin any electronic equipment or <laughs> right. That's Should it. we jump into our favorite things? Yeah, our top uh, universal game specific <laughs> topics. <laughs> it's funny every time you say it. <laughs> yep. I love it. Well, I wrote mine down. Let's see if favorite it part load. Wow. Yeah. Let's see it. It loaded. Did you? Why won't it load? Well, because I spilled beer all over my beer computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Remember and they right. had access right. the cloud. And, yeah. yeah. You know, beer and cloud yeah. mixed. Well, rain. yeah. Makes rain. rain. Beer rain. Beer rain. Brain. Makes brain. Beer rain. Brain. 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 
definitely different. <laughs> well, it did mix so far. I have my sweet things I wrote down. Nice. Go ahead. What's your favorite part about it? My favorite part? Sure. Yeah, why not? You I'll go it. first if you want. If you don't want to. Well, I wrote down two, so you could go first if you want, just in case you it want to use one. It does not say one. favorites. Okay, go ahead. Part. Uh, well, I know. I'm only going to say one, but if you use, if you want to use one, I want to use one. Go ahead. Let me have it. No. <laughs> <you're>... <laughs> What does it say? Tell me your top one. What's your Oh, you don't top have two? one. You don't have one yet. What's That's your, what you're getting at. What's your top two? What's your top two favorite things about this game? That you may or may not I'll have written down. I'll take one. I'll take your favorite, your most favorite one. <laughs> Which one's your number one? Yeah. Give me that one. Um, all right. Well, my favorite part is, is um, I'm just going to go for the low-hanging fruit. That <laughs> this is aspect. No. That, was, oh. that is too low. the other one. Too low. That I wrote. Yeah. That's the second So you can't use fruit. that one. Um, mine is just that it's based on a really kick-ass movie. Yeah, and that's a good. It makes it really fun to just like dive into the world of Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. We played with uh, Tyler and Tyler and Aaron and I played in La Junta. Nice. And Aaron is apparently a really big fan of Back to the Future, and he was jacked up the whole time. Nice. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Well, favorite. So good. Good favorite yeah, part. That's Robbie. my favorite part. Because this movie is awesome. Throwing so back to the movie. Able to, yeah. I mean, who doesn't want love this movie? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. true. I do like the movie. It's a great movie. It's fun. If this was a movie podcast, I would want to talk about this movie. Mm-hmm. It's true. Getting into another favorite part that you mentioned, the co-op aspect. You are going to take my number two. Probably. But I, I like <laughs> the way they did it. I think that the fact that it's not that you can use your power tiles to help other people on their turn. I kind of I love that. That part like too. makes it really co-op. Like you're not all just working to the same goal. You can right. actually work together. Right. So, mm. like you can roll. You can actually roll dice on other people's turn to help mm. them. I like that. That's the cooperative. It's literally co-op. You can both roll towards the same objective if you want to. Whereas in some co-op games, like it's your turn and you can do your stuff on your turn, maybe for a greater good, but you can't necessarily affect other people's chances and things like that yeah that's true like pandemic you can't mm-hmm. i mean you just have to watch right. the other person do their turn you can do things you on your talk turn like and whatever but up or something right but i don't i don't know why jen i don't know why they picked the characters they picked uh, yeah but. that part is a it's a little funny you're speaking about jennifer specifically or dines well yeah i mean jennifer didn't have a big she fell asleep the, on the porch. That wasn't was that wasn't the first movie, was it? Where she fell asleep on the porch. That was the second movie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like what I mean, what was she, she even like in the first? She movie, just goes she's home. Hangs out with him in the yeah. beginning, like at school, and then yep. Hmm. When he gets back at the very end, he has the she just like shows up at the house, like because they're gonna go camping or whatever, or go up to the lake that night or whatever. They yeah, say. yeah, yeah. She's just not really even in it during the. Then it 50s starts part. the second movie. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like they needed a fourth. They wanted to make it a four-player game, so they needed yeah. a fourth character. And the I, Einstein, I mean, Einstein one is a little, little a stretch too. funny, but I kind of like his actually, and his his like um, character specific like power is pretty cool. It's kind of a, yeah. it's kind of one of the cooler ones, I think. But as far as the movie goes, also right. equally, it doesn't not really a follow the, the movie. Yeah. It doesn't follow the movie as much. It's really just Marty and and Doc Brown running around. Yeah, does Einstein even go with? Marty, into no. fifty five? No, I don't think he so. goes by himself. One he minute. goes by himself, right? Like, That's like the first experiment. Yeah, goes. And then obviously, the Doc doesn't have a dog. Like, Wait, who goes by himself? The dog, Einstein. Einstein. 
I like the start of the movie. He goes one minute into the future. That's like Doc's first test as he sends Einstein into the future. One minute. Gotcha. I forgot that. Let's see, should watch the damn. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Don't you do your fucking research? Yeah, it is. That is definitely a stretch. Um, so it should just be like a two. Like it's two just player, it's a two-player two game. Two-player yeah, game. It should just be. If you have more people, they have to take over George, Lorraine, and Biff. There you like, go. That's your. That's your character. Then it becomes a four. Four versus one. Yeah. I mean, that's a a cool part about not playing George, Lorraine, and Biff is like in the movie, like part of the fun of the movie is that you're like in the know with them being from the future. Oh, yeah. And so they come back and you're like watching them meddle. But everything that's happening in the town is just like on a timeline going to happen no matter what. Mm -hmm. So no event is like, like maybe you're watching it for the first time, but every event you understand has already happened in a certain way. Yes. And they're there, like, do meddling, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the way the game does that with George and Lorraine and Biff kind of moving independently yep. and, and they following some sort of path. There. They just move wherever yep. they were going to anyways. Yeah, it's really cool that, that they do that. Mm-hmm. And then you're controlling these other characters that can affect them. Right. Not to mention, way. like, they're not as... Um, like Marty tries to get George to do stuff in the movie and he's like not very receptive to it. And he like goes off and does his own thing. Cause he's like, yeah. whatever. And so even that, like he's not like a part of the team, you know, like yeah. George in no way is like trying to get the DeLorean ready or any of that. So right. It just really sort of yeah, makes sense. sense. What's your Sweet. favorite part? Um, I think I'm going to pick one that's like kind of based in strategy, which I think will just lead us in to universal game specific topic. Number two, <laughs> Um, and I really like that there are, um, like two main things to do to win the game, but that there are sort of side things that you can choose to do. So like during your turn, you can use your power tokens to like help George and Lorraine fall in love, or you can like move the, the DeLorean or get the DeLorean ready. So you have that choice and that like gets you closer to winning. But if you're in pretty good shape with those things, you can also like choose to just like go across town and like tackle this opportunity card, which is going to, if you can beat it, like it's going to give you more power tokens, which will just make the game easier later, or it'll give you an item that will make the game easier later. So I really like how there's like a, like a freedom within like how you want to play the game, like how you want to like go about the strategy of like what's important to be doing on my turn in order to like, eventually get to the end of the game but it's not necessarily linear and you can have some like different choices and different like ways to like go about that so yeah it reminds me of pandemic a little bit where you you just have to weigh the options you have in front of you and Mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't seem like it's really helping but you're always tempted to go do the thing that's like directly going to help you win the game yeah but that's not necessarily the best thing to do I thought the same exact thing with Jalapagos, which we haven't played yet, but we probably will, where like every other situation's kind of fine and you can just like choose to go get a card that may or may not help you or people or whatever. And it's kind of just like, I don't know, it's not a selfish choice in this in Back to the Future. It's not like a selfish choice. You're like, it's whatever you do is going to help the group, but it's like freedom to do kind of a side task. It's cool that it's not a guarantee. Yeah, you know, you're it's gonna just go. Dice based you do still. A, yeah, you go do an opportunity, and you could have you could have easily done something else that 
that might have been a guarantee. You know, mm-hmm. just like raise the love meter. You get a heart, like, okay, cool. You raise the love meter. Yeah. Um, but if you go do like an opportunity, then you have to get like a very specific role. And if you mm-hmm. don't, then it was almost as if you wasted your turn. And the other thing to just keep in mind is that like you can raise the love meter super fast if you want to, but the goal is not to like raise the love meter to the end and then you win. Like you have to keep it there. So if you raise the love meter all the way up with like 10 turns to go, that's not necessarily helping you any more than if you would have went and gotten an item that would have helped you later. You know, it's like getting them all to the end at the end is like really what the important thing is. So Mm -hmm. timing. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Well, that does lead really well into strategy. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think that was actually what I was going to say as my strategy. I think the biggest thing is like after playing a few times, it seems like you can pretty much like let the love meter go and let what's the other thing that kind of deteriorates? Moving the DeLorean. Well, if you move That's the like DeLorean the to the very end, it can back up, right? Like certain things at oh, the yeah. end can make it back Towards up the end, just yeah, like the love meter. Doing that. So, yeah, getting the DeLore- the DeLorean all the way to the end doesn't mean you're not going to have to move the DeLorean a few times at the very end of the game, you know, or same thing with the love meter, like you just said. So it, I think the, and you, I think it was you that did it when we played, Josh. You, like, did a lot of things to get power tokens, extra power tokens. Yeah. And those power tokens, the extra power tokens come in so handy at the end of the game. Um, yeah. So my and non for objectives. Yeah. So my strategy was definitely like go get power tokens yeah. and like let the rest of the game kind of fall into disarray if you have to because mm-hmm. you can if you have a bunch of power tokens between everybody and everybody gathers on one spot and does a love a love challenge. Yeah, you could do a huge amount of like love meter work in one turn if you have to. Yeah. At the end. Right. And that's kind of how the game seemed to play out like you you it feels kind of dire about halfway through the game. Like it's mm-hmm. not really going to work out for you. And then, you know, as people get more and more dice, all of a sudden it's like everything kind of falls into place or has the potential to fall into place pretty easily. So my my thought is get power tokens early and then that way you can use them later. Because if you get to the end of the game and you're like, well, shit, we don't have enough power tokens between us to get right, to yeah. get a love then you're never like gonna catch enough. up yeah right you never you don't have time to go get power tokens mm-hmm. right so i think that just gives you so much freedom to move people that that you can afford to just sort of be across the other side if you if you mm-hmm. had to be and that's something we actually in the game description i don't think we ever touched on the escorting Oh yeah, we aspect. Know, we I mentioned that. it in the in just like the intro thing that you would have to escort them around town, but um, you do need to in order to like affect the love meter. You do need to get George and Lorraine to be in the same location, and the game itself is trying to move them around all the time. And so, like part of your movement is to like move to one of their locations and then take them with you, and you can sort of like escort them all around. The only other. Um, challenge i don't think we've mentioned is fighting biff it's pretty like game specific like if you have a lot of love meter to like make up and he's like a pain in the ass then just like have somebody 
Coach Hart punch in the face. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> there's not a like. I, I don't know. I don't know that there's some back and forth there. It's, it just feels like game specific. You should try to fight Biff. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, what's knocking him down? Helps. What ended up it happening doesn't... is that I think in the first half of the game we didn't really fight Biff very much, but later in the game it seemed like we did it a lot. We did it like every turn or every other turn. Somebody was like somebody trying to knock, knock him, him down. down. Yeah, that's a that's a good reason to fight Biff for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things we didn't talk about in the mechanics and stuff was if you roll, if you roll a Biff during your roll, then it's locked in. So, do you guys have any other strategy? Again, that I like. I mean, I is there something there talking about like rolling dice to help other people? Because that's just like an awesome part of it. But then you don't get that power token during your own turn. So you got to be a little careful. Like that's like later game when you're like, okay, it's game time. We have two turns to go. We have a shitload of like DeLorean spaces to go. Sort of all hands on deck. Let's roll those like yellow dice, and then Mm -hmm. it just it doesn't. There's not a lot of debate. Like it's just what you do. Kind of is what I feel about it. If you need a part or something, if somebody's going for something beneficial, Mm -hmm. maybe they don't get it, or you know, and and you're not in a position to where you can get to that spot again to make it you know, make sense. Right. You know, those are the, I think those are the kind of the situations where you, where it makes sense to help other people on their turn. Yeah. I'm doing something. Right. I don't think that if they're just, you know, whatever, picking up a backpack or something that doesn't. Or like first turn of the game. Like, yeah, I just can't imagine like who wants to waste one. You know, I just like, I'll take my own turn on the first turn of the game. Well, and you can imagine a situation if everybody used their dice to help out with the turn, whatever it was, and you and you did the love meter, and you get it up to the max, and then you have three turns left, and now everybody's yeah, out of dice until you get back to the, whoever's turn it was. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, the chance of the love meter coming down because you can't affect anything because everybody's used all their dice is right. that's pretty There's high. No defense. Yeah, so you you kind of have to like pick and choose when you hold back dice or when you contribute yeah. to the cause or do we really need all of us to contribute a dice to the cause when we're, when we need like four spaces on the love meter. Right. You know? Well, yeah. And it also, the downside to helping each other is that you have to be in the same space on the board. Right. So, right. I mean, it's not that much of a downside, but early in the game, you're kind of all separating, doing your own, like I'll go after this uh, cable, you know, or like I'll, you know, move the DeLorean while you guys go do the love meter. Um, so it's, it's just freedom to be able to spread out and, then I couldn't help, you know, I like, I couldn't help you in that situation. So, right. Yeah. So there's definitely some strategy choices there, I think Mm -hmm. around when to use that and when not to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then fighting Biff, I think just in general choosing, it's kind of like pandemic, you know, just like you have so many things to choose from and deciding what to do to help the group the most at the time. Yeah. And the other thing that, ties into it is that the movement cards you know you don't necessarily know where people are going to be so a right. lot of the game is just you know actions of opportunity it's like if biff happens to move right next to me and that's the closest thing i can do okay well i guess it makes sense to knock biff out it's i can yeah. get there on my turn might as well or you know if lorraine happens to walk into you like those those are things that happen that you can't control that mm-hmm. you know just sort of play into it so well yeah that's true at the end of of situational stuff you you may have like a task you want to do on your turn or even two and you may even like accomplish them and you get to the end of your turn and like you may just have an extra power token 
And then it's kind of like some of that stuff can right. just be random at the end of your turn. You're like, well, I have one more yellow token. Like I, if I pass, it just goes to waste. Like, why don't I try to fight Biff real quick? He's like right beside me. Or, you know, just like roll that random dice, you know, like I know I might get a Biff, but I might also just like yeah, luck out get and get a wild. to like move that DeLorean just one more time on this random thing. True that. Yeah, it's kind of, that's an interesting thing about the strategy that you can't control is like sometimes you could, like I'm going to do a Biff or I'm going to do a DeLorean part on my turn. And then at the same time, I'm going to try to move Lorraine over to join George. And then on your turn, you can try a love roll, you know, but yeah. getting them in the same spot and then not doing a love roll, like it doesn't guarantee that they're still going to be there in the next time. Like right. Said, so it's a little bit random. I forget how turn order goes. Do you get to just choose? I'm thinking I'm no, getting confused from... with Jaws. Because in Jaws, like every single Anybody, yeah, round, any... you can just pick yeah. whoever wants to go first. I... That's not the case here. No, I think it had a turn order. As soon as you decide who goes first, and then it just goes clockwise or something. Yeah. Okay. Whoever went further back to the future. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oldest. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Whoever was furthest back in the future. Yeah. It's fucked up. I don't think I went first. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's a way. Hmm. Well, anyway. But yeah, it definitely goes it's, in an order. Okay. It's a rotation. Standard board game mechanic. Standard SOP. Board, board game. SOBM. Procedure. procedure. Yep. God damn it. I can't believe I spilled a beer on my computer. <laughs> because... <laughs> Can I just say that again? It's a real, real shame. <laughs> it's like one of those things that you just like play over and over again. You're like, if I just like wouldn't have fucking hit that beer into my computer. What'd you spill? Your drink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk about drinking or not. If you, if you have regrets, would you like to? Would you? You could go back. Would you still drink or not while we were? Even though you wrote it into your computer? I wouldn't. What do you think? Drinking not. or not? <laughs> I would not. In that very specific situation. <laughs> I would not. If I could go back in time. But for this game. To 1955. I would drink, for sure. Yes. I would drink. I think it's a fun drinking and drinking game. Co-op game. Yeah. It seems like co-op games lend themselves to just being really fun to drink and play. Because you have a whole team to bounce ideas yeah, off of. Yeah, it's like a party game. Yep. Sort of. Sort yeah. Of. Yeah, and I think the more you drink, the more likely you are to like quote the movie, you know. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Do all that kind of stuff. Huh. Yeah. So, I think drink you have up. to I think you have to drink <laughs> to play. That's another another interesting angle to take on that question. <laughs> I mean, Can you not drink for this game? It puts you in the mood. Makes you feel like Marty. It's time travel. Yeah. yeah. Marty or Doc, crazy old son of a bitch. <laughs> Doc is crazy, man. How do they become friends? Wide-eyed. I know. Why, yeah, why right? are they friends? Yep. Do we know? Strickland, Strickland's against it. Were you hanging out with that Doc Brown again? It's no good. <laughs> some, some, no good Doc. some form of that. <laughs> no good old <Slacker>. scientist. <laughs> so he says something like that. Something about Doc Brown being a fucking bitch. <laughs> Something happened. It is weird because Doc's got to be like 65, 70, and Marty's definitely like 17 years old. Yeah. It's weird. 
but man, what a cool friend, you know? And yeah. Built him a time machine. Brown. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Seems like he's building all these cool gadgets to lure high school kids into his house. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's got to come play over with my guitar. <laughs> so I'll let you tune it. <laughs> um, That's creepy. Yeah. He's now ruined. Back to the future. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I think we agree on the drinking part. Yeah. What about number of people? I think four. I think four, yeah. Yeah, I think max it out. Yep. Yeah. You're just missing. It moves faster. I mean, you go through your turn, whatever. You move through the turn thing more or what what have you. But, um, yeah, I think you need all four. Just really get everybody's, everybody's powers going. Yeah, the power thing, I think, is a good reason to do it. Yeah, more interesting to be able to do a more variety of things. I think it would add to it, uh, make it harder with four people. Um, just for like the power token thing, using your tokens and when you get them back, mm-hmm. how much of the game you progress through with four people. You know, that's one more, one more event every time before you can possibly get your reset. Oh, that's a good point. Um, yeah, so true. with the turn tracker, yeah. That's a, that's the only thing I would think we'll get into it. <laughs> I think there's also a a difference not only in just the number of people that are playing and the number of people contributing to things, but the actual Sorry about that. <laughs> the actual uh, what That's our That's our friendly alarm reminding everyone <laughs> to spay and neuter their pets and take their <laughs> pills for their no kids. Yep. No kid pills. No kid pills. Um but there's actually like the difference in the board game that there's the turn tracker is different depending on how many people you have. You know what I mean? I forgot about only that. if it's three players, right? That's the only the only one that's different. Well, or you could say that it's different if it's two or four players. I mean, it's like right? A glass, the, but it's two and four on one side. I and think so. Three on the other. Yeah. Okay. Which is kind of weird. It seems like if you add another person, it's like they the game length is the same for two people as it is for four people, which is kind of. Kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Did you did you guys play a two player game? No, I haven't either. No. So, of the two to four, we've played a three. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and a four. For no, yes, I think I think I've played a four. I have not played a four. I've played uh, two threes. Just played a three. Shit, maybe I've only played a three. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Nice. Pretty sure I've only played three. Okay. Yeah. Well. So, but not for nothing. We don't four have would a, probably be the best. Yeah, four would yeah. be nice. <laughs> you happen to have one more friend out. than we do. Yeah, we just do a lot of things in threes. All right, well, time for Rory's question. Time for the rule change segment. Rule change. Rule change. That was DJ. Yeah, I heard. I heard him. Yeah, I saw him come in on the threes and fours. Yeah, he left. (laughs) God, I don't know about this one. Rule change. I thought it was an interesting concept that you could add more people and have them play as George and Lorraine. But then we immediately talked about how cool it was (laughs) that, yeah, they're just game mechanic instead. So I don't think that's that's true. I was trying to think of a way to. like what you could do to make things happen more, more frequently or something. But I don't know. I just thought 
I didn't. I never felt in playing this game that there was a like. I never felt worried or whatever. I felt like there was always plenty of time. I never felt like things were, you know, getting out of escalating quicker than we could, you Manage. know, like yeah. Mm-hmm. It was not like you know pandemic where if you you know you could draw a card and screw everything up. It's like there was no. Right. Didn't seem like there was as much like the trouble cards, but those are few and far between and yeah. I don't know. Some maybe something to where you you pull a trouble card every <laughs> every round or something. That'd be right instead of like a trouble card that lasts yeah. the whole until the next maybe trouble like card. Every maybe just every round has a yeah. trouble trouble card that affects the game. Yeah, or or something like that. That was the only. I just never felt like there was real, um, you know, anything to like overcome it was that hard. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about rule change, but I think it'd be cool to do either a sequel or an expansion where you do Back to the Future Part 2, and it would have its own board that was like the same thing, only futuristic yeah. uh, Hill Valley. But then like part of the storyline of that movie is that they actually do both. So it'd be cool if it was like an expansion sequel, because then if you wanted to play Back to the Future Part Two, you would actually need both have boards. To, right, I mean, there'd be, be a portion, cool. and of you it could add characters because you'd have to add like you'd you would add like old Marty, yeah, old or Jennifer, kid. the yeah the kid. Um, but it's kind of weird because like with the team thing, like not all of those people are trying to do the same thing. It's still Marty and Doc that are trying to like yeah. But you could get into some cool stuff because there's like the whole sports almanac thing instead of the love thing. You could have like the sports almanac something um and then there's like the fucked up world where like biff is rich yeah when when and after biff goes back and gets the sports almanac yeah so i don't know that'd be kind of that'd be crazy yeah i mean imagine a game where you had two games going on and like so the futuristic one the back to the future part two game is happening at like a different table and then when they get to a certain part, they like come join your game, but it's like happening independently. Oh, of they're yours. playing around you. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. And Nick, it could be game. like penalties if like other Marty was ever on the same location as this Marty. Yeah, there was like a whatever would happen, a freak out moment where like you couldn't let that happen, or maybe that's even like <laughs> an illegal move. Like you can't if you just can't do it. You can't. If Marty's there, yes. older Marty can't go there. Yeah. Um. But there's some weird stuff like in the movie, like they go back and then he goes to the high school. Dance. And sees himself so playing. it's like why would like what would you be doing on this board that would like you'd go to the school obviously but there'd have to be like a like an objective of like go to the school and go do this thing at the dance and like you'd have to go to that location and then just like roll whatever dice you know to right. like accomplish an objective well the but, whole point of the movie they're trying to stop biff from getting the the almanac yeah, right. at first, and then and then they fail at that, and he does just get it and goes back, and he like gets really rich, and then they have to go back again and like stop him from getting it. Gotcha. So I, so there, th- and he's trying to get his younger self to do it, right? Like that's what's happening when they go back. Biff is trying to get his younger self to find the almanac. Yes, no, he's get, gives it to him. He just gives it to him. Gotcha. It's it kind of happens all kind of quickly. Right? Yeah, he's like. Cleans. He's in the garage cleaning his car, uh-huh. and then he gives him the almanac. Gotcha. And then he goes back to the future in the DeLorean. Yeah. So maybe like the whole thing is like the people playing the future, Back to the Future Part Two. One, they come, they like join the game all of a sudden, and Biff is moving around doing his normal stuff on our game, 
and You'd they're trying to, to like get yeah. the book to him, mm. you know. But then the other people are trying to stop him from getting the book mm-hmm. to <laughs> Old George. But it's all based on like the movement of our game at the same time. Mm-hmm. It'd be really, <laughs> it'd be really trippy. Yeah, yeah. Every time I think about it for more than like five seconds, I, like I just come to roadblocks where I'm like, ah, it wouldn't really work. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It could be fun, right? Just yeah, like yeah, a, a just one. a different game. I mean, almost just like a sequel would be fun. Like. Yeah. You could just do Back to the Future too, same game like, makers, and like the board could just have both, you know, like futuristic and. Well, that could be yeah. That yeah. could then be it's the its second own independent one. game is maybe in the second one you have both timelines and you're the same characters, but certain things you have to go to the past to do, and mm-hmm. certain things you have to be in the future to do. Right, and maybe that's maybe that's how you would kind of do it. It's not like two different games, but right, certain points you have to travel back to do whatever in the old hill valley and then maybe that's how like if you need to move something in the future maybe you have to go back to the past do something on that old board and that's how something you know, on something the future moves board changes. on the future board yeah, and then crazy. you can go back to the future that'd board cool. and like interact with whatever you just did on the passport yeah that's kind of wild then of course there's number three yeah, which is basically right. Ticket to Ride. Wow, wow, what? Meets, <laughs> yeah. yeah, which meets Back to the Future. <laughs> Build your trains. Got to have that hoverboard outside that train. That one was an odd addition, but I liked it. I liked it as a kid for it. sure. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I do yeah. my killing before breakfast. That's why he says to him. <laughs> I do my killing after breakfast. Yeah, nice. well, that wasn't a rule change. That was more like an idea for a new game. But yeah. let's change the rules to be a completely different game. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, I mean, the Biff one is yeah, there's, a rule change. Yeah, there's some changes in there. Mm-hmm. What other questions do you have? Do we have anything from social media? Let's look. Let me check. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, upon Nothing. further review. No questions. No questions. We need to have a little, we need to have like a small segment, like at the beginning of each show, answering Rory's question about the last episode. Rory's questions mm-hmm. from previous. Yeah. Not to be confused with Jurassic Park. I don't know. That's uh, not it. Sounds like that's 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 exactly the same. Um, Jurassic Park is... Oh, we should play Jurassic... Is there a Jurassic Park board game? There's got to be. That'd be fun. Another classic. I think there is. Probably by... By Funko, maybe. Probably by Funko. Oh, we never said that, did we? Or did you? In the beginning? I didn't. Funko game? I think it's Funkos. Thanks, Funko. Just put it in. Just put it in. Another fact. Yeah, by Funko. By Funko. And they just throw that. And they just <laughs> cut and paste By it. By Funko. Make it sound super mm. awesome. And paste it. Back to the Future. By Funko. <laughs> it comes in like louder <laughs> yeah. and awkward. This is not even the same person. By yeah. Funko. All right. No other questions. Well, let's get in. I was going to ask you what your favorite quote from Back to the Future is. Golly. Or one that comes to mind <laughs> without Googling it. When Marty asked, Doc, Doc, are you telling me? That you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? <laughs> Mine is the Marvin Berry line. 
I don't know why that one sticks in my Marvin. head all the time. It's your cousin, Marvin. <laughs> Marvin Barry. You gotta hit that new sound you was looking for. <laughs> it's kind of funny because that's like a a reference that if you if like a kid watched that movie, they could get the whole movie <laughs> and everything would be fine. You know, and they'd understand it all. And then right then, they would be like, "What was that for? That was yeah. stupid." Yeah, who's doesn't make any sense. Why does anybody Marvin care? Marvin. Yeah. yeah, this random guy, Marvin Barry, just yeah. decided. And then they showed it. Yeah, weird choice. Roads. Where oh, we're yeah. going? We don't need roads. That's from the second one. Though. Yeah. So. No, it doesn't son. count. That's from the end of the first one. Is it the very end? I, they replay that whole scene at the beginning of the second one, uh, but yeah. and he says it again. But yeah, he says that in this in the first one too. Hmm. No, Marty, I'm back. From, back the, from future. the future. <laughs> That's something like that. God, dang it. I just want to go watch this. Every time I play this long. game or talk about yeah. it, I really just want to watch the movie. Let's see if they can go 90. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do ratings then. You okay. guys ready to rate this? Yep. This bad boy? Yes. I'm not going first this time. It's heavy, man. I'm not going first. I count. I call it. It's heavy. I'll go first. I don't, yeah, I don't think Josh goes first often. I don't ever go first because it's replayability. <laughs> Robbie usually talks about playability first, and then I talk about replayability. Well, this is backwards because yeah, we're back to the back future. Back to the future. Tenet. Tenet. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, as I said, I rated on the replayability. I like facts about the movie and things like that but I, there's just not any part of it that sort of grabs you like i said earlier i didn't think it was very difficult um i thought it was fun for like the nostalgia of it but i, I didn't i think once you play it once you kind of you you got it and it's not like the movie where you find little cute things every time through it just sort of kind of drained wore me down so I think I that, see that this is a game that is fun and you play it and you kind of get everything out of it that you want. It's a, it's a really good, I think that's a good way to put you, that. You get everything out of that. it that you, mm-hmm. that you want. And that being said, I think the price is right that it, you know, it's worth that first playthrough. Like it's worth it, but I'm um, playing it, playing it more. I just, there's not, there doesn't have that catch in it that just wants to get you fiending to play it again. Mm-hmm. Or like you sit down and you're like, let's oh, let's pull out Back to the Future, right? Yeah, yeah it's not going to make a, a top ten list right. of games like that, right? It's, it's like, like it's, it's kind of fun, game. and if you find yourself on like October twenty fourth or whatever, two thousand fifteen, two thousand fifteen, that exact oh. moment, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you find yourself in the future and you want to play this game, yeah, you would play it then. But um, I just uh, really not. Not a not one you go back to every week or month or year. So I'm gonna give this one a uh, I'm gonna give it a three. Oh my god! You're, there it is. <laughs> so your your track record is <laughs> it's a lot of tens. It's a lot of tens. <laughs> it's a nine eight. There's a six and a three. And okay, a three. it's nice. Not yeah. I actually that's right. That's right in line with what I thought you were gonna do. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I don't. It's yeah, down I don't there. That's where. That's where I. That's good. Hey, I'm kind of happy about that. Hey, man. I'm glad we found one. I mean, I'll just go next because I'm. Okay. I have a very similar sentiment in like the strategy 
conversation. I think you can all sort of like pool your your like ideas together and you can have sort of like a strategy of like what do we want to do first or like what should we be doing but in the end you kind of just like need to do the love thing and you need to do the delorean thing and you just need to do them both and you just kind of do it and like i said earlier there's a little bit of divergence in that where you can go after items or the objective whatever the other like side things is but for the most part this is definitely not my favorite strategy game so i'm i was gonna go I was going to go with the number thinking like that's super low. It's like lower than I've ever been. And then now Josh just went three. So. <laughs> like now I'm feeling like, should I go lower? Because now I'm not afraid. Um, no, the number I was going to go with is five. If I can give it a five for strategy. Okay. Because it really does nothing to do with my, like, my versus like luck thing. It, right. it almost doesn't even it like. It is a dice roll. It almost doesn't play so a part. But And it also is like, a dice yeah. thing. So yeah, five. Okay. Four, four or five. Mostly five. <laughs> 4.5. All right. Well, I think I'll save it because mine is a little bit less uh, subjective, I guess. I mean, it's definitely subjective. It's 10 parts. So. Yeah, it's it's a 10-part <laughs> thing. Ten it's pretty much like yes or no. Um, <laughs> but it does check a lot of boxes. Um, like, it's easy to play. <laughs> Okay, so there's that one. It's um I thought it it like wasn't hard to learn, but it wasn't definitely like the easiest game to learn. There's a lot of rules. There's a lot of things to read through. I agree. It's it's a complicated game. Yeah. But only slightly. really on like the front end. Uh-huh. I agree. Know? Like, like playing like it is super simple. A bunch of accessories yeah. to just sort of like wait what? cards. Okay, hang on. Yeah. What the hell? I just learned six things. What's this thing do? You know? Yeah, and all these colored dice and yeah. these different pictures and all this stuff. And then once you get going, it's really simple. But so I'm I'm gonna take a point off of that one, and then um, I think it's this is getting back to the master <laughs> one, but um, I I kind of agree with the replayability thing in terms of mastering it. That I of the games I played, there wasn't a lot of variation. It was like you, I don't know. Once you, once I learned that you should go ahead and try to get opportunity cards, then that was just what you did. Mm-hmm. And then you have a bunch of stuff, and everything suffers, and then you roll a big love roll and you get all your hearts at once pretty much and then you go work on the delorean it like pretty yeah. much worked out the same way yeah my vote yeah. would be like incredibly easy to master i think yeah i mean there is the luck part involved but uh-huh. so which you, you just like can't master necessarily yeah that's right. true but i agree i'm gonna i had that higher but i just dropped it way back down. <laughs> i don't know why i get a vote um, in your rating but yeah. i said no anyway. i mean I, I like to hear that um and then going with real is it is it real world applicable um based on the world of the uh-huh. of the movie absolutely because it it does a really great job of depicting the world of back yeah. to the future other than the fact that like dice do everything which is but it's a dice game. what do you want what do you want like it's never going to be but other than that aspect i totally agree they do a really nice job with like real real like movie details and like how it all works the out the movement well, that you're doing what you're trying to do how it kind of gets accomplished and even the luck of it kind of goes into the movie cuz they planned a lot of shit and it just didn't so it just didn't work out. sometimes it just doesn't work you know yeah. they have the best pan, best laid plans and yeah totally I Luck, see they, they, you know what? It goes the wrong way. So yeah, yeah, cool. You know, so he ends ultimately, up getting locked in a trunk of a car. There's this shit happens. Yeah, <laughs> the tree falls and like yeah. hits the cable. He just robbed that guy. He just robbed that guy. 
pretty so, sure that's the second movie too. In uh, in conclusion, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and give this a seven. Nice, which is my lowest score as well. A seven is your lowest, tied for lowest. Actually, ironically, Does that give us a five? that's tied for lowest because I did yes. Cult as a seven also. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it brings us in at a, at a 5.0. Worst game it's so far. Yeah, easily. Officially the worst rated game we've done. But interesting that the board game geek gave it a 7.4 or something out of 10. I mean, I really think I think Josh, you hit on something interesting about like the it was super fun the first time. Like I yeah. I thought the when we played it that day the very first time. Uh-huh. It was really fun to go through and and like play out this storyline. We had yeah. no idea how it was going to work. We didn't know what was going to happen. Did you lose a game ever? I did. I lost one. Okay. But we, with the small caveat that we played the wrong number of people. We played the wrong board. Oh. We had three people and we played with the four board. The four person board. And I don't know how that affected it. Okay. But but we did lose. And it came down to like one roll, like like one turn. If everything happened perfectly, we would have won. The two games that we, that I have been a part of, it, it did come down to it. I never felt like stressed that we weren't going to get there, but it did come down to like we have two turns left, and we do have a few things to do here. Right. Um, it wasn't just like we won by a landslide. So yeah, it, it's not like the game is like incredibly easy. But I definitely agree with Josh that I. In the two games I played, I never felt like taxed where it like like fucking pandemic like three turns in and you can feel like fucked like absolutely yeah. there's yeah. no way Behind we're gonna the yeah and... um yeah totally and it makes you want to play it again because you exactly it's like a little bit more I, challenging. that was kind of where I was going is right. like if you win right away and it you just sort of did everything there was to do then it's gonna be hard for you to just like really be Jones and to like play that again yeah. I think my biggest thing with this is if you were going to, the only people I would be, the only time I would suggest breaking this game out is if I knew the people that I was going to play with were into Back to the Future and yeah. had never played it before. I'd be like, I could show you a fun game. Right. You know, I would agree with that. And it would be a good time. I would also, it, what would factor in with me though is like, if it was, if it was like our generation or people who liked board games, I think that's true. If it was just like, you know, both my parents really like that movie. I, I don't still don't know if I'd break it out because like it's complicated enough with the pieces and learning that somebody who's not that into board games, like this might be a little a little much for like them to just like learn how to play on the fly and then not really want to play again. That's true. But I think for people who like like board games, I think it's it was definitely a really fun playthrough the first time. But you could definitely play this by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So just be Marty. Just yeah. Yeah. Or all the characters, yeah, you know, like we said in Pandemic, kind of. Right. We're on all so, the boards. I guess that's a kind of a rule change. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Nailed it. Edit that one back in. Put it back in. <laughs> yeah. How about if one person plays all the characters? <laughs> and then Robbie said, Wouldn't that be I some? guess that would be a rule change. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, that's everything we got out of it. Yeah, I think it's... Little girl. I think that's it. What's... Uh, I'm I'm lost my outline. But we're, um, should we put it to bed? Scoreboard update. Scoreboard update. Oh, played a couple yeah, of games, we played some since, games since old Carcassonne came out. Well, we played one game of Back to the Future and we all won. That's so a win. That didn't change anything. And then um, we have played a Pretty couple sure of games I of Halapagos. 
That's where I fell behind. Which is our next game. It's bullshit. That we're going to be talking about. Yep. Um, super fun game. It really Pretty is. Pretty excited about that. Um, but that brings us to AJ with 12 total wins. Tied with me with 12 total wins. And then Josh in third place with 11 total yeah. wins. It's so awesome that we're that many games in. <laughs> I got killed. This close. Right, totally. Yeah, that night that night with Holopagos was <laughs> rough for you. That one game you were like, I'll just keep taking cards. And we were like, <laughs> this selfish bastard. And then we just killed you right away yeah. or whatever. Or voted you off right away. Like, well, that, was in a, that strategy did not pan <laughs> out. <laughs> I needed a gun. God so, damn it. Right. We also had uh, Courtney, Vanessa, and Adina join us. In that, those games. So their percentages right now are... They all got a win. Yeah. V- Vanessa and Adina are tied at 42.9% win win rate. And Courtney's at a 37.5. And ironically, Josh, you're at a 40.7. So technically you're the girls are yeah. ahead of you. And we're at 44.4. You need to have a minimum games played. Technically. Yeah. I mean, some of them, they're getting up there, though. Like... Vanessa's, Vanessa's played 14, there. Courtney's played 8, and Adina's played 7. And we've all played, what, And we 20, played 27. Seven. That's bullshit. Yeah. I keep getting put on bad teams. <laughs> <laughs> it's team games. That's the weird thing about Holopagos. It's, it's not a team game. It's, well, it's not a... It's not an individual I think game. it's yeah. a co-op game. You just, you just piss people off, I guess. <laughs> Did, after playing that uh, that final game, it definitely was like laying in bed, just like thinking about just like how I just like thought about it all wrong, <laughs> like <laughs> having so that bad. one extra water. I could have just like spoken up, and we all could have won <laughs> at any time. But I just, yeah, just I was still out. so defensive because yep. I've lost. I had lost like every game. I'm like, I'm fucking not losing. I'm gonna get voted off one of these times, and I'm gonna have fucking water and food for me, and that's what's gonna happen. But I just like. I got lost. I was like, we all just could have won, like including me. When you said you had that water. And you're like, well, I have a water. I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. No, wasn't it the food? Because like you and I knew we had the water. We had all talked about that. And then okay. at the end, you were like, well, I have a food too. And I was like, yeah, me too. And you were like, what the fuck? <laughs> we just could like we've just been talking yeah. about this for 15 fucking minutes. We all we we left. All left. Yeah. We all left like yeah. 15 minutes ago. I'm like, ah, yeah. I was just so nervous. I wanted my food and water for me. I just wanted to make sure I could eat when we were on the wrap, too. <laughs> Extras. Well, yes. So that's the scoreboard update. We are going to play Jalapagos next. Um, pretty excited about it. So keep an ear out for that. I don't think that's my job to say that. I think I just potentially... Yeah. Oh, well. Why don't you do the other Stay thing? tuned for uh, Jalapagos, everybody. It's going to be a hoot. <laughs> Contact him. Did yeah, we do, do contact, contact him? Oh, no. yeah, I can't do that either because I never remember. What's our email address? People probably don't. gmail.com. probably don't need our <laughs> email. Just go to our, just go to our Instagram. Instagram. Just, search, just search for Board Game Social Club. I mean, find you, it. you probably, yeah, just speak Board Game Social Club around your phone and it might show you. I'll tell game. you six different ways to get a hold of us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or yeah. you can probably just call us. Yeah. Yeah. Josh's whoever's, phone number is whoever's listening. I'm sure you have it. <laughs> yeah. You probably have it. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. Those hundred of people you listening and nine of them have <laughs> yeah. my cell phone. Those yeah. hundred Texans that listened to us last month. I don't They're know. Probably all my family. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Do you have a hundred 
Texan family. Uh, neighbors. They're very electronically inclined. They're probably downloading it on six different options apiece. Wow. You know, and listening. Hey, don't take that hundred from me. Okay, that was, <laughs> those are hundred individual people. I usually download it on at least two. Uh, yeah. I mean, we don't want to talk about how we're fluffing our numbers here. <laughs> let's just say I got quite a few downloads uh, under my belt. Like, well, I got it on Spotify. God damn it. Someone else is listening to my Spotify. Oh, well, fuck. I'll go get it on Apple then. God damn it. Someone else. Okay. I'll just... I'll get it on Podbean. <laughs> Apple or uh, Google, Google Casts. Google Maps is the best. True that. <laughs> Double true. Yeah. If my calculations are correct, when this baby gets up to 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. That's a quote. <laughs> Who said that? Doc. He didn't say serious shit. 100%. That's the quote. When this baby gets up to 88 miles per hour. Doesn't he say fireworks? You're going to see nope. some real fireworks. Serious shit. What? What? I'm serious. All right, everyone go oh, Google yeah, yeah, that. Go yeah, Google. You're listening to Let's just Google watch it. it. If my calculations are correct. No, I heard you say it. <laughs> so that's the quote. That's what he said. Okay, uh, I kind of hear it. No. I kind of hear it. Well, anyway. <laughs> that's what he says. And I'll take that to the bank. All right. Thanks for listening to the BGSC. We'll see you next time around the table. Bye now. There's a lot of a lot of words added in there. Yeah, but he didn't stumble. Oh, oh, there has can, to be a yeah, stumble. Yeah, it's got to be a stumble. Oh, that's what that's what I was. That's what we usually fuck up on is when gotcha. you don't read. So what when you, you don't wrote, read what you wrote, and then and you, you stumble. mess it up. Yeah. Okay, got it. All right. Yeah, I ad lib a lot. <laughs> I know. So I just stum- I just stumble sometimes. It's just sometimes when you <laughs> ad lib and like taking us to character space, and you read taking the character. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Now we'll talk about character space. Right. <laughs> Okay, well, there are also dice in this game, as it is a dice rolling game. Dice are a key part of the game. That's a good, that's a pretty good example. Just go ahead. Just pour one out. (laughs) Nice. Next, we'll get into the action phase. It's time to delve into the action phase. <laughs> I hate... Okay, so that's my fault. Usually, I just fucking delete the stupid yeah. action phase hyphen. So I'll just read it. And that's when you get into trouble. <laughs> uh. All right. There's DeLorean part tiles, which add a fun aspect of the game. And those are three tiles located around the board. <laughs> Drink. That was fine. <laughs> I know. I was trying. I I take it, man. I could I skipped take so it. much of it. I know. It's pretty close. Yeah. I'm, a conveniently timed lightning strike is about to s- <clears throat> pause. Give me that, uh, <laughs> fucking, what do I even do? I just oh, oh, God. No computers. Damn it. 
These well, beers you hey, have. Drink it. Some. <laughs> I can't even put it in your mouth. <laughs> I didn't want to drip it through my computer on the way to my mouth. It was a safe spot for it to be. Yeah, none of that was good. All right. <clears throat> Crisis averted. I'm about to get the gameplay going, but he was like all about the. He's like reading the subject all the matter. Like yeah. like, when do we yeah. go to the enchantment under the sea ball? <laughs> yeah. I want to know. Yeah. I got my Stratocaster ready to play. I want to dance. Johnny be Johnny good. Johnny be good. Yep. When I was a yeah. kid, that was definitely my favorite part. I just really liked that song. It was just like a cool <laughs> scene. It, it kind of makes you think like, I need to learn one song really fucking yeah. well. Yeah, look so at that him. way I can. He's rocking that sweet like 50s baggy suit and he's just like rocking that guitar. All those like other guys are just like staring at him. Right. Like, what the fuck? What? I've never heard a sound come out of that guitar <laughs> like that. How do you learn that? Yeah. Yeah, imagine if you went back to the future. I know. Back to the, imagine if you went to the past. <laughs> that's, not what, that's not what that is. <laughs> yeah, true. you could be all sorts of good at stuff. Saying you learn a song really well just in case. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. No, I don't. Or something. Nobody I could probably like muster up play practice sky yeah. or all the ones <laughs> one that they like, like that's sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a real, that was play. a real downer. It's like three chords. Don't want to play that at nice. high school <laughs> dance. Really good job. Cool. Call cool them, song. Call them rogues. <laughs> <laughs> it, that guy's voice sucks. I don't know. <laughs> Get him off the stage. We're not ready for this. Send them back. They're not ready. Yeah, they're not ready. They're yeah. Not ready. Maybe your, your kids, kids. Your kids are gonna <laughs> love it though. You're probably not. Your grandkids are gonna love it though. You just need Marvin Barry in the background, ready to call his cousin. Marvin. Yeah. It's your cousin, Marvin. <laughs> Marvin. Marvin Barry. <laughs> you know that new sound you've been looking for? Well, listen <laughs> to this. Dang guys, why don't we just, we just we could start from the beginning. We do the whole movie. <laughs> hey, that could be our another another podcast we have. Just yeah. the camera where we, we through all the clocks. We print off like the <laughs> <laughs> And then Doc has is yeah. like, what's the name for that machine that does a, a complicated fucking machine that the the, the DeLorean. <laughs> no. Isn't it like the Rube Goldberg or whatever? It's yeah. Oh, yeah. It like makes the breakfast. Dog food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dog food. Does it all. <laughs> <laughs>